to another episode of Lord of the Rings Sentence. I'm your host, Chad, and I read uh, the Lord of the Rings one sentence at a time. I didn't do my typical thing. I usually say it's the most detailed and meticulous breakdown of J.R.R. Tolkien's most famous work, The Lord of the Rings, but I didn't say that. I'm mixing it up today because I'm feeling good because I've had a glass of wine. Oh, fast um, and loose. Let's go. Ooh. And my guests are just jumping in, even though I haven't introduced them, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's the same guest as last week. You know him from last week. We got Mark McDaniel back. Hello. Yeah. Hi, Mark. Yeah. Hi, Mark. Um, we also got Geneva Willis. Hello. Geneva likes Switzerland here. Geneva Hello. just like Switzerland, just like the uh, the the Geneva convention. convention. Yeah, yes. It's looking for the word. Um, fast and loose. Fast and loose, <laughs> and a little. I'm not drunk. I'm not even close to drunk. I've had one glass of wine. You are affable. No, like it's just part of the process. Like it was actually so enlightening to see behind the works, you know, like to see mm. what goes on behind the scenes when you're, you were like, oh, <laughs> oh, I need a segment. Okay, I got one. <laughs> Which is a great segue to our first segment. Uh, it's the newest rendition of fantasy fantasy. Uh, you may know fantasy football, fantasy mm. baseball. Yes. This is fantasy fantasy. Ooh, I only know think... fantasy football. Oh, Sorry, you don't know fantasy football? It's where you pick like a quarterback from. No, 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 no. I know fantasy football. I don't know oh, fantasy okay. baseball. Oh, fantasy baseball. It's like you, you <laughs> take uh, uh, each of the yeah, positions yeah. From, from a team and, and how good they do. Right, right. It's how good your pretend team does. Oh, okay. Um, it's like oh. fantasy football, but just with baseball. Aren't right. all sports fantasy when you think about it? It's all games. It's, a, it's it's silly. I was like pretty upset that the Dodgers didn't make it to the World Series. And that's just a game. That's just boys playing a game. That's silly. I shouldn't care about that. I was trying to go for a, a Timothy level joke right there, but I guess I just, I'm not there yet. Where was, oh. Where I was uh, trying to be like, oh yeah, I know football. I don't know the baseball. That's fine. Don't worry. Oh, okay. I, I mean, just, I, I ruined it. <laughs> hey, I was just continuing the bit of, of mm. over explaining. See, I'm not there yet. I'm not, you're there, not there yet. yet. You're not there yeah. yet. You're not, you're not yeah. rolling with the riffs. Noted. Um, sincere, Mark. <laughs> I see. So okay. <laughs> the way this will work is uh, fantasy draft style. Uh, it'll be Geneva versus Mark. Each of okay. you are going to assemble a team. And this team will be consisted of Lord of the Rings characters. And they will be playing a three-on-three game of basketball against basketball. each other. Basketball. So you've got the whole cast of Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. In my head, I have a, a heads or tails option picked. Mark, select an option. Oh, I say heads or tails. Yeah, just say heads or tails. Oh, tails. Never fails. It was heads. Sorry. Oh. Uh, so Sometimes it fails. I was pointing at my head when I told you I had it in my oh, head. Oh, clear indicator. Should have been a, a, a giveaway. Um, I mean, I was just, you know, I want to make sure Jimmy had a fair shot. Thank so you. I appreciate it. You'll <laughs> each assemble your team one at a time. Geneva will go first, and then I will decide who wins that basketball game. Uh, so, Geneva, who's your number one pick? Well, my obvious first instinct is to go for the characters with height. So Treebeard mm, right. for number one. Treebeard's your number one pick. Okay, oh, that's going to be hard to dang. beat. Uh, and Mark, I think um, unless <clears throat> you can name another int, uh, and no Googling. No, I'm this, looking at this. Off the I'm literally dome. looking up to make sure I say the name right. I, okay. I'll, I'll just, I, without, I did not hit enter, okay. but it's, his, its name is Balrog, right? 
the, oh, the, the fire. Yeah, the, yes, the, the thing that killed Gandalf. Oh, because yeah, also, also pretty good against the end. Pretty good against the end. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah, power, power I forward. mean, yeah. So we got the Balrog and the Ant going against <laughs> each other. So those are probably yeah. your. Uh, oh gosh, it's been so long since I've like thought about basketball positions. Who's who's the the tall one that usually stands near <laughs> the goal? The starter. Well, they're well, all they're the, all starters. Uh, well, hang on. There's like there's, well, the point okay. guard is like the point your, guard is the guy that like is the guy yeah. that's like like at the top of the yeah he's like the, the quarterback of ba- of basketball. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the top uh, of the bell curve, as I call him. Yeah, <laughs> who's who's the guy that stands down there? Who's the guy that stands down there? I don't know. I just call it like the big man. Like, big like man. The, yeah, the, the seven know. the people that That's are always like thing. seven foot tall. I don't know. Hold on, I gotta Google basketball positions. This All I know a, is like power. This is not a sports forward? podcast. This is, a is that Lord of the Rings yeah. podcast. Okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I can already and tell you who my center number two- center was. What I was looking for. Really? That's called the center. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. All right. Uh, I played Geneva. basketball for like four years. I remember that. Right. <laughs> I never played. I just watched. My brother played yeah. a lot, and I watched all those games. Sorry, uh, Geneva. Geneva. Who's your number two? You, it's a three-on-three game, so you've oh. got your center, Treebeard. Okay, my uh, my instinct is to say Sauron, but here's the <gasps> thing: Do we ever establish if he has a a body, or is he just like that floating eye thing? Oh, he's got that. Oh, body. he's got a body. I mean, he cuts yeah. off Isildur's uh, finger. And yeah, or no, oh, Isidore, vice versa. Isidore cuts off his finger. He's he's okay. a full body in well, armor. Then we're gonna go full court press and get Sauron. Sauron, okay. So we got Sauron and Treebeard versus the Balrog and the Balrog. Uh we have a wicked field right now. It's that, that end is having a bad time. Um <laughs> uh <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember his name. It's not the Night King, but it's the the last. Uh, oh, the the Witch race. King, the oh, Ring Witch King. King. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a tall boy, wasn't he? Yeah, but he got like his ass kicked by a girl. And, right, but there's no so far. There's no females on the on the court. There's no. So I think the, no good. ladies on the court. So if yeah. Geneva picks Aon, that's not good for oh, you. Oh no! Uh, hey, twist. it is I'm funny not. to think of, think of like hard counters, like just like hard, <laughs> right. hard counters like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll uh, go with the Witch King for right now as I try the to think wit- of the third the one. The Witch King Ring Wraith. Okay, so we got the Witch yeah. King and the Balrog versus and, Treebeard and, and, Sauron. and Sauron, the, the Dark Lord. <laughs> and um, Treebeard. Is Sauron the Dark Lord? I know Voldemort's the Dark Lord. Yeah, they no, there's the Dark um, Lord Sauron Sauron's, as well? Sauron's like, um, like the Antichrist to like the devil, basically. Yeah. There's like, uh, there's like the the big bad, like Mogath, or something. he starts with an M. That's like the ultimate evil. And uh, Sauron's like his right-hand man. Gotcha. Interesting. Um, never, ne- I've never, I've never heard that. Uh, Geneva, who's your third guy? Your third and final guy or gal? I'm good. Yeah, exactly. I feel compelled to represent, and also mm-hmm. because all of the, her all natural- the females that are in Lord of the Rings, you know, well, all- also- it's about three. <laughs> well, also, just I feel compelled to choose Arwen because mm. that gal has got determination and gumption, and I think. The heart that would carry the day. It's a great revenge fight for the field because it's Arwen versus the Witch King, and like three of his homies were killed by Arwen, right? With the river, uh, the river god thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 river that turned into horses or whatever. So we already have like great rivalries and a narrative on the court right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, Mark, who's your third guy? Oh, Gimli. No, uh, <laughs> please, uh, yes, Mark. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, hear me out. Wait, hear me out. Hear me out. Samwise Gamgee. Samwise Gamgee. He is the moral center of the team. He's gonna motivate. He's gonna motivate the ball. I mean, he is like he's Rudy. He's yeah, Rudy. He's literally he's useless Rudy. on the. He's on literally the court. Rudy. Yeah. And like I he'll just, give one of the speeches. I just picture Sam like handing treats out to the Balrog and be like, "Okay, go left, go right," yeah, and like, like giving a trail that he follows and eats his way to around the court. Yeah. During halftime, he's just gonna have wet eyes and just like basically give this motivational speech that like motivates the Balrog to just okay. dunk it. I like know? how both of you went for a curveball for your your third pick. Like you're yeah. going for you're going for muscle and height and power, and then you just both went for like the heart yeah. of the team. So here's yeah. a here's another curveball I'm throwing you. Now Geneva still goes first. You get to select your coach of your team. Oh no. Oh. Okay. Oof. You know what? Hot take, Galadriel. Okay. That Arwen Galadriel combo. Yes, because she's lived a life. She's seen it all. Mm -hmm. She has a lot of expertise that could be tapped upon, and I don't think it's being utilized where she is currently. That being True. said, she's fierce. She is. I fierce. know who I'd pick as a counter. Let's see if Mark thinks the way I do. Counter. Well, the problem is, like, if you if I had known this going in, I mean, Samwise is going to be the Sam's coach. your coach. Yeah. 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 Like that's, I literally just described the coach for what his position is <laughs> yes. on the court. Well, he's team captain. He's team captain. He's team so, captain. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be him flipping a coin against Sauron, which feels oddly appropriate. <laughs> Not Sauron. That's awesome. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, Sauron. Yeah. Hey, he does conquer Sauron in the end because he's the yeah. heart of uh, that, you know, eventually yeah. leads to the ring being destroyed. So, so. you pick Galadriel. Uh, my heart really wants to say smog right here, but uh, not smog. Uh, uh, what's his, what's, what's his name? What, what's his, uh, human oh, form? Gollum. No, Gollum. Gollum's Ooh, human form. Smeagol. that's Machiavellian. Smeagol? I was going to pick Smeagol at first just to, for the, for the lulls, but honestly, what popped into my head was like just a, a boring answer, but I think it might be the right answer. Gandalf. Like Gandalf, yeah, and also yeah, that yeah. that then leads like the coach drama where it's like Galadriel versus Gandalf, and you know that's that simmering tension they have. And here's the thing about Gandalf, he's a recruiter. When they're mm-hmm. fighting in, uh, he's Helm's the next deep. He's the oh, one that shows up with a full team of writers. Oh, he's got that roster. That's right. Yeah, he's got yeah. the roster. So, like, if Sam's not working out, he's gonna go recruit a new guy. And you know that he gets all of the advertising. Like, mm. like all he like, you know, Coca-Cola signs up with this team. You know, Nike. Like, they're all wearing Nike because Gandalf just gets just gets the people signed on. So Geneva has Sauron. And <laughs> she I does. Can- I can only assume that Sauron, because he's a human man, he's not just like. Oh, I forgot that you were judging this. (laughs) Yeah, because he's not just the mystical eye. He's a human man. So he has the ring of power if we're taking him from that timeline. So I would say Mark should have probably picked Isildur to cut off Sauron's ring. And because of that negligence, I don't think that Sam could give a speech good enough to defeat Geneva's team here. But what you're forgetting is, if I just may real quick. Yeah, no, uh, please defend your team. I want to. Sam hear has it. been nothing but scrappy and like, I mean, he like, 
he really is the Rudy of Lord of the Rings, right? It's true. And you know, like, yeah, Rudy got tackled, but he still won. He still won the game at heart. You know. Yes, but Arwen has dealt with the patriarchy her entire life. Mm. Sam went on a <laughs> bad road trip. You know what? I love we're going with this angle. Geneva. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that we're using the I think that Geneva's team wins, but in the All locker right. room after the game, Sam gives a speech where the whole team can feel good about themselves. You know what? That's true. You know what? I'll That's go with that. Yeah. Geneva will definitely win, but that doesn't mean the team loses. The team right. takes this as a learning experience, and yeah. they grow to be better people because of it. Somehow, Especially because it's filtered through Sam. So, so, Sam somehow Sam head. gives the Balrog a, yeah. uh, a motivational and, speech I mean, that they, makes they him feel good about himself. And they just put on their Balenciaga suits because Gandalf's just got that sick advertising. Mm. Like, like, like thing. So yeah. in this scenario, Sam is the Ted Lasso and Gandalf is the Keeley? Sure, yeah, actually. Ooh. Sure. Wait, which one is Kili again? Sorry, is he the the angry? Uh, the uh, she she's uh, no, the model Roy. who dates Roy. Oh, the Balrog is Roy. Yeah, Balrog's right. definitely Roy. Yeah, but if, Sam if, Sam is like Sam is like a mixture between Ted Lasso and the uh, Water Boy. Frodo's Frodo's freaking Nathaniel. Is Nathaniel <laughs> the guy's name? Yes, Nate. Just, Nate. Nate. Nate yeah. the traitor who we all hate. I haven't finished the season, but I did hear that he is a traitor, uh, which is no surprise. He was a jerk from season two, episode one on. Uh, anyways, this isn't a Ted Lasso podcast. This is a Lord of the Rings podcast. And you came to hear a sentence. I think it's time we delivered on oh, that promise. Yes, of course. The one sentence to rule them all. The 34th sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. For those of you listening to the, for the first time, this is a book about a birthday. Bilbo's birthday, Bilbo's 111th birthday. He shares it with his roommate and nephew, Frodo, who's turning 33 on the same day. Um, and that's pretty much all that's happened plot-wise. There's been some gossiping about the Bagginses, particularly from this old Noakes guy uh, who lives in Bywater, doesn't even live in Hobbiton. Um, I don't even know if he has an invitation to the birthday party, but he's just gossiping about Frodo looking for weird wives in neighboring towns. Um, and that's where we're at. I'm really excited to read this next sentence. Um, I did a little bit of looking ahead before we started this episode and I get to do a new voice, brand new characters being introduced. Oh, really? so let's, let's be ready for that. And it, it starts off with this new character. So I need to, uh, <clears throat> prepare for this. Hold on. I, I do have a question, Chad. Oh, sure. Are, Go ahead, are, please. Are you are you a method actor or a technique actor? Definitely neither. I am a seat of my pants actor. Mm, the best. The yeah. best kind. I just wing it and hope for the best and pray for the best. Mm. Um, and here we go. Here's the 34th sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. It goes a little something like this. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of what the best voice is for this character. Hold on. Speak speak the truth, Chad. Speak this, the truth. Because like well, that's then. quite a name if you've looked for if you've looked ahead. This guy's name. Oh, oh it's, uh, it sticks out. I haven't really read it, but like it just kind of pops out. I have out so many I think, questions. I think I need to go for like a silky smooth kind of you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, like a deep. Okay. And no wonder they're queer. Put in Daddy Two-Foot, the gaffer's next-door neighbor. If they live on the wrong side of Brandywine River and right... Hold on, what's that word? I was about to say again. That's a gin? 
Again. Again? A-G-I-N? It's, it's like against, like right against. Again. Like again. Okay. Again the, yeah. Well, I got to start this whole sentence over. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Taking too I mean, much time know. on this sentence. Okay. I mean, you read ahead and everything. Again yeah, the old forest. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. And no wonder they're queer, put in Daddy Two Foot, the gaffer's next door neighbor. If they live on the wrong side of the Brandywine River and turn again, and ah, it messed up again. I messed up again. Oh, I was really loving where that character was going, though. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm just going to pick up with the second half of the dialogue. I can splice it together for the audiobook I'm compiling for Patreon subscribers. <clears throat> of course. If they live on the wrong side of the Brandywine River and write again the old forest. And that's 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 a, that's a sentence. That's it. It's a long sentence. Yeah, it's I hard think to read long sentences. Conversational, like very conversational yeah. sentence right there. Do another one for safety. Uh, the whole <laughs> oh, the whole you want the whole sentence again? Yeah, the whole thing through. All right, I'm going to abandon the silky smooth voice. It felt a little weird. Uh just with daddy, I felt like he had to be like a deep, like yeah. his name's daddy. <laughs> I know one of the queer. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But first, just let's read. The, let's right, get it. Let's, let's get another uh, taste of that sentence. All right. And no wonder they're queer. Put in Daddy Two Foot, the gaffer's next door neighbor. If they live on the wrong side of the Brandywine River and write again the old forest. Beautiful. So, can I just? I just want to come in immediately, in with the question: What is the implication of this universe we're in, where? This guy is notable for two feet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the that's one way of interpreting that. Or is he two feet tall? Oh wait, how how tall? Or does he have a hobbits? two foot long monster dong? Or you know what? I'm sure that's what happened when they were, when he was born. Uh, or, yeah, I'd have to look at the timeline, but or is this a subtweet? on J.R.R. Tolkien's part to C.S. Lewis for his one-footed paddlefoot characters in The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. I, maybe? When was The Voyage of Dawn Treader written? Do you know? I would have to look at the timelines. Hold up. Voyage. But I would be willing to bet that because this guy's name is Daddy, his first name is Daddy. So when the second oh, word sorry. is two foot, I'm thinking that's a two foot long monster dong. That's what we're working with here. See, I'm hoping it's something like that and not like the fact that like, wow, that, that guy, he's got two feet. <laughs> you know, the thing about Danny Ooh. is he's got two feet. Guys, I the data supports my theory. Voyage okay. of Don Treader, 19. 19. 52. 52. Fellowship of the Ring, 1954. Wow. Oh. So he well, yeah. could be referring to... so. He's he's throwing shade at C.S. Lewis somehow with this. Yeah, right. so, saying it's a dumbass name. <laughs> so you remember in Voyage of the Dawn Treader? I haven't read the Narnia books. I've only read Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe and The Magician's Nephew. I've only read those two. I read The Boy and the Horse, whatever it's called. You've only read The Boy and the Horse? I'm sorry. I read the. <laughs> that would be crazy. Uh, I was in my head. I was like, I read those and also Boy and His Horse. Oh, was, okay, got it. Yeah, so I read three or maybe actually. No, I did read the Don Treader. Oh my God, this I was away. I was so young when I read it, though. Yeah, I remember the shrew. There was a shrew, right? I don't know. Like a shrew, no, like like oh the like, rat, re the cheap. That's what you're remembering. Oh, okay. So yeah, I let me correct myself. Did you say eradicate like the Pokemon? 
I said Radigan, but I realized that Radigan's oh, from okay. Mouse Detective. Anyways, moving on. Sure. Let, let me correct the record. Actually, in Voyage of the Dawn Treader, there are these characters that have one foot and they hop around on one foot. They're called duffel pods, alternatively referred to as duffers or monopods. Okay. Yeah, monopod feels, yeah, a little, little lazy, but, but duffer pod is cool. I like that name. That sounds like a Pokemon too. It does. The whole like, you know what also of sounds, sounds like a Pokemon? Like a- Daddy Two Foot. <laughs> Daddy Two Foot. That's like a Generation Nine Pokemon. Yeah, that, that's like where they get the three scoops of ice cream involved. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I when when Pokemon Go first came out, I named all of all of my Pokemon. I incorporated the word Daddy to their name. So like, uh, what, what's the one Magikarp? He's the one that turns into Gyarados, right? Yep. Yeah, he was just called Flop Daddy. Uh, nice. Uh, okay, but Bulbasaur what did... was Salad Daddy. Oh, uh, Pikachu was just Daddy because obviously, obviously, yeah, yeah. Okay, but what did they rate on the Daddy scale? What do you mean? What's the Daddy scale? Oh, I get to introduce you to this. Okay, so as we established, I'm a nerd. Yes, uh, and I play D and D in my off time. Me too. When I'm not on this podcast, and we, my group, anytime you're not on this podcast. <laughs> You're playing D and D, just constantly, Chad. Oh all my the god! Time. No wonder you were desperate to come on the show. <laughs> He's one of the way out. You, but, you uh, literally uh, experience anything else other than this. So um, my group, uh, we started this thing. Whenever our dungeon master introduces a new NPC, we have to ask, "What do they rate on the daddy scale?" So we roll a D twenty to see how hot they are, canonically that's, speaking. That's a fun. I'm going to, I'm going to borrow that. I'm going to borrow that for sure. Cause I, I DM it's been a while since I've DM'd the, the group that I DM, but when I, when I do get back to it, we're going to introduce the daddy scale. We, yeah, we need to incorporate this. If, if I may be so forward, Chad, we oh, should really please. figure out what, what, where uh, these characters fall on the daddy scale. Like, well, I mean, daddy, daddy two foot, foot. he feels like he's a 10 out of 10. I, I mean, he probably <laughs> is crushing it. You know? He's his full daddy. Yeah. Full blown. I mean, daddy. I imagine game. he's the hottest character so far. Yeah, like, who, who do you think, who, who like, who, who, for, for people to, like, contextualize this, would you say that, like, modern-day John Hamm is full daddy, like, 10 out of 10 daddy? He's like, who's, he's fairly daddy. Uh, yeah. He's daddy, but he doesn't give dad vibes. All right, so, like, who's a, who fits the daddy? Like, who, who is Oscar a modern-day daddy? Oscar Isaac, peak daddy vibes. Really? Like, Oscar Isaac? I mean, the I think scenes he's from great. a marriage. Oscar Isaac is, like, very... Uh, daddy? Very daddy. daddy? daddy? He's very um what's the word for like uh studious but not studious uh academic academic he's like the academic mm. daddy mm. um yeah that that's him in, in scenes from a marriage Get i was specifically it. referring to uh dune oscar isaac but oh yes, that also like modern modern day got it i need to watch yeah. that movie still i do too um I would I was gonna say Jason Sudeikis has quite the dad oh, yeah, no. solid dad because like he's solid. he's got he's got the dad energy. I I don't know but if he's, he's also got the daddy attractiveness. I think it's going like 90 out of 100 daddy right there. I think there's still sure. probably someone that's full blown daddy. Oh, there's that. room to grow for Jason yeah. for sure. <laughs> right. But... You never want to peak too early. No, never. No. Never never peak early in daddying. That's yeah. What? That, anyways, I don't want to get hung up on that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Any other daddies we want to talk about on the show? 
Uh, oh, I could go on. <laughs> oh, you know, I could, um, but I will refrain. I, I was really, I'm really fun. proud of you, Geneva, for not bringing up Henry Cavill. I think <laughs> Henry Cavill is top, but I don't think he's daddy. You know what I mean? He's not I, daddy. No, Henry Cavill is, uh, he doesn't quite fall on the daddy scale yet. And sorry if you're not Just give him time. Cavill. Just keep him in the oven. One day you will achieve daddiness and I will applaud you when you do. Um, but yes, I will. I've, I've moved on. I've made peace with the fact that that is not a possibility. We've but all had to come to that too. Don't worry. It just occurred to me, daddy two foot's definitely a man. Like that's. <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe we could have been misgendering daddy. Two. Well, he's a hobbit. But so go on. <laughs> I'm going back to like old Noakes of Bywater though. I just sort of assumed his gender, but we don't have anything specifically saying that he's a man we haven't had, uh, we haven't met a woman yet in the in the book so maybe old noakes is the first woman old noakes of bywater i mean he gives off he definitely gives off like harumph vibes and not mm-hmm. like uh well, like i could like, also i could also see it being like the old woman gossiping like yeah like, like, like you know, baggins yeah. is in his name but he's more I, than half a brandy I mean, buck he's like, like that's this person that's grandma yeah, I mean, legitimately, this person is a NIMBY, right? Not in my backyard. Like, that's just, <laughs> yeah, like, that's just who this person is. That's yeah. the, and as I was saying last episode, it's just so exciting to see what will ultimately become the main antagonist of this story is Old Noakes. Old Noakes. And, and, and maybe Old Noakes's uh, sidekick, Daddy Two Foot, will be part of it. I mean, Daddy Two Foot is so aggressively named that you know he's going to be featured throughout. He's a good, <laughs> yeah, if, he, if he's not featured throughout, why would J.R.R. Tolkien waste the name Daddy Two Foot on this? There's like, a chance that like character, he's not. He's like I'm sure Daddy Two Foot is basically Grandma Tarkin in this scenario, right? Mm, the the, yeah. the Tarkin to Old Noakes is Vader. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm comfortable with that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So let's let's dig in a little bit to what he's saying because he's been very presumptive. We, did, oh yeah. we got hung up for sure. We got yeah. hung up on Daddy and Two Foot. Um, <laughs> He's being he, so he's the gaffer's next door neighbor, and the gaffer lives right by the Bagginses. We've established that they live close to the Bagginses, and and they and and he and his son Sam, they do the gardening at the Baggins estate. Um. So he's right there, and he's he's very presumptive about like where people live. Like if they live on the wrong side of the river, then yeah, they're going to be weirdos. Um, queer is the word he uses, which we mm. unpacked that word and all its last connotations week. last week. So don't need to dig into that again. Um, yeah, I mean, for, for a man so attractive, he is kind of a presumptive jerk. It speaks <clears throat> to his insecurity, I believe, at his impending mm. old age approaching. And maybe that's right. the underlying jealousy. Oh my God. And so of course he would be lashing out at this guy, Bilbo, who's 111 years old and doesn't look a day over 50. Exactly. He envies oh that because Bilbo has been peaking for 61 years. He, Bilbo that's has true. been daddying for 60 years. I was about to say, he's been Bilbo a daddy. is a true daddy. That's true. So Bilbo is Bilbo, to be the true daddy of, of, of the Shire. He's, he's or the of daddy Hobbiton. of daddies. In, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, and the fact that now, like this, 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 this man, 
this hobbit man has the gall to go over to Buckland <laughs> and try to get a woman there. You can tell Daddy Two Foot is just like this. Is clearly this has gone too far. Harumph. It's just it's just not the way the world works, uh, and Daddy Two Foot knows you can't just find wives over in over in freaking Buckland. He says it with the authority of one who has gone and tried and failed. Hmm. Maybe Perhaps. so. I th- I think with both Noakes and Daddy, we have. A lot of jealousy in the subtext here. I agree. I can't wait to hear what he says next, next week. Like I can't, cause the, this dialogue is not over. Um, no, I, you can tell this is gonna go on. This, this is getting deep. You know, this is the intrigue that we haven't seen since, you know, the good parts of, of, of uh, uh, Song of Ice and Fire, you know, like, like oh, we're yes. about to see some backstabbing. We're about to see some double crossing, some lying. It's going to get intense. You know, like, I'm afraid for this birthday party. Can I just say it? Like, you know, old Noakes is going to pull something at this birthday party. Oh, I'm anticipating knives out birthday party vibes. Or like a a red wedding, but like red birthday, I guess. Oh, that'd be cute. (laughs) It would be cute to have a red birthday. Thematically speaking, if, you know, red (laughs) balloons, red blood, it all goes. Oh, I'm talking about murdering, like the Starks. No, no, she is too. She said red blood. Yeah, Yeah. the blood matches the balloons. It's great. It's all Um, a theme. We love an aesthetic. And what's so messed up is that you know that they're not going to directly, I mean, Bilbo is not going to go away. I mean, he's clearly going to be a mainstay throughout this story. Yeah, I mean, he's, they, he's they, our they guy. There's so much talking about him. He's got, the, he, he'll be around for another 170 years, I'm sure. The book the starts story. with Bilbo. The book's going to end with Bilbo. That's exactly. And structure you know, works. They're going to take everything that means something to him at this birthday party. That's my. That's mm-hmm. going to be my theory, my running theory of what's happening here. And Frodo is the one that means the most to him. So in the book, does Frodo die? I know in the movies, he's like the main character. Yeah, but like well, yeah, could, I mean. We, we assume it's different in the book. We don't I mean, know. Peter Jackson kind of took some liberties for sure. For sure. For uh, sure. I know people were still upset about Bombadil. So yeah, like I'm yeah. pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the twist well it's not even a twist it's gonna be like chapter two i guess Mm. when we get there (laughs) uh i'm pretty sure that what's gonna happen is frodo is gonna get a lovely wife from buckland and that's gonna rub the 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 hobbiton community so raw that the birthday bash is gonna be truly a bash yeah it's gonna turn into a blood bash exactly with the with the beautiful balloons matching well I, i can't wait to to figure out where this story goes um any other final thoughts on this sentence? I think we're being set up for a wonderful little rom-com of Frodo oh, finding his true love. Could be. That's interesting. There's That's literally true. a million directions this book could go. I have no idea what's going to happen. I'm excited to see what happens with Buckland. I'm pretty sure when we get down there, like it's going to turn into like a Meg Ryan. I think Geneva's right. And that's what's going to make the ending so hard. You mm-hmm. know, like just the ultimate high, high fantasy novel has to be time. earned. Mm, right. and it's true it, you don't appreciate it unless there's a struggle yeah. and a crisis first you got to spend week after week after week reading to to get to the to the good stuff and it if i may be so forward who would you cast as frodo's love interest that we're about to see oh Ooh. Ooh. good question is elijah wood still frodo uh, is he? <laughs> nah, I don't know. That's what I'm asking you. In this, in this movie, uh, your casting. does it matter? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, we'll just go with yes. 
Okay. If, it was, if it was cast differently, would that change your answer? Oh, you just want like the chemistry. Maybe. They're looking. I'm just trying to figure out the chemistry. Yeah, but got also it, like I just gotta think of the the actress who can be like a woodsy kind of odd lives in the forest oh you know who it's gonna be it's gonna be the 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 thomas and mckenzie that's who i cast thomas and mckenzie yeah uh, she was in old and oh, she's okay. gonna be in last night in soho she's got like a, a bit of a pixie oh, face and i could see her oh you know, is she the main person trees and living in the woods she's the one in the trailer yeah okay she's i the know one okay, who's know who not is. anya taylor joy Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, that's awkward. My mind was going to be on Taylor joy. So that's, she works yeah. too. I think that they both yeah. have that kind of like pixie woodsy face. Got it. Mm. Yep. Exactly. I keep saying got it. Yeah. My, <laughs> my gut wants to say Anna Kendrick, but that's just because she's small and petite, but you know that what? I think on, on further thought Shailene Woodley. She has wood in her name. So she lives in the woods that fits. Now I don't want to extend this out too much further. But also, they are setting up for a bait and switch where he is actually going to the queer part of town and he actually might bring back a man. Mm. So, Ooh. so okay. in that case, just to keep our options open, okay. like, uh, who would you cast? Open. Who would you cast? And it can't be Samwise Gamgee. You cannot be Sean Astin. I'm can't sorry, be Sean Astin. Oh, man, that's uh, going to be no. my pick. No, because no, that's, that's just it. Because he's the boy next door, right? So it's going right. to be the love triangle between the boy next door and whoever Frodo brings. I'll go. Which still might be the case even with the woman, but anyways, moving. I'll on. go with one of our daddies. I'll go with Oscar Isaac. Oh, Oscar Isaac is a solid pick. <laughs> uh, Geneva, you know who's who's your? Uh, I need time. <laughs> who's your um, Buckland man that Frodo is going to go find? I'm going to cross Frodo's Buckland husband. Um, who is the guy who played the main kid Aragon in the dragon movie? <laughs> I have no idea what that actor's name is, but I know his face. I'm is he still acting? Like, actually, yes, I can speak to wait, that. Played, yes. The played like uh wait, Aragon, like the like the 2010 movie or whatever it was? Like, yes, Aragon. Oh, earlier than 2010. It was like 2006. Yeah, okay. Oh yeah, Ed, Ed Spielers. I'm Ed probably Spielers. Hell of a name. Sure. probably butchering his last name, but I feel like we got Oscar. We got Ed. Mark. I'm gonna go real basic on this, but with a caveat. It's I think Tom Holland, but he has to do an intense Scottish brogue the entire time. Okay. Oh, of course. Yeah. That's yeah. fun. Because he's from Buckland, you know, and they're like from that's Buckland. Yeah. And and for J.R. Tolkien, Scots are clearly the uh <laughs> the people over the river, you know. Right. The the odd folk. Yeah. Oh, in that case, can I amend for my Scottish option is Kit Harrington. Oh, oh well, that I mean, hey, that's some young daddy energy I've ever seen any. So, oh, one hundred percent. I mean, Daddy Two Foot might actually uh, get even more jealous. But anyways, moving on. Um, well, guys, I think that we've pretty much mined the sentence for all all we can mine it for. Um, we've come out with a lot. This has been good. Yeah. Um. Mark, you don't want people to find you on social no, media. Not at all. But uh, do you have anything you want to plug or, or anything yeah, you want to I'll say? Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. We exit the pod. Oh, well, I have so many things to say. But the quickest thing to say is just, yeah, if you guys ever get a chance, maybe we'll spot them. Uh, Cop Shop, great, fun, like, silly action movie. Great way to, you know, spend some two hours watching just a fun action movie. Uh, same thing with Boss Level. 
Uh, same thing with uh, uh, Jansa Bob Strike back or returns. I should really remember the name. <laughs> uh, but that is not action. That's just going to be a fun, goofy time with a lot of swears. Sorry, Chad. Uh, hey, you can yeah. swear on the podcast now. I'm not editing that anymore. I, I'm, just gonna mark it as ex- I'm just going to mark it as explicit now. Ooh. And also Unpregnant. That's uh, That's been a sleeper one that like hasn't really been talked about much. But Unpregnant, I believe it's on Hulu. I hope it's on, on HBO now. Max. It's on HBO Max, guys. And if you guys could just tune in and, and just watch that beautiful movie on Pregnant, uh, you'll see my name at the end. So, Aww. And Geneva, it's your turn to talk about yourself. Um, well, the world can find me on Twitter at GKWillis6. And perchance, if you are in the market for a young female nerdy Southern writer who for television jobs, please... Our operators are standing by. Help us fulfill our dream to become gainfully employed in the writing sphere all in the, the next decade. All the CAA agents are listening to this podcast. They're just like waiting every Thursday for a new episode to drop. So I think that that Baited one will breath. work. I think that'll work for you. Yeah. I think that was really, I think this is the push. This is this is what you needed to do. All the Put like query the letters and the cold emails. That's useless. You just need to plug on my podcast and that'll get you a manager. Also, you're on a you're on a uh, like a channel, right? Like you're part of a group of people, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we're on uh, TMBC. That stands for That Might Be Cool, uh, run by Jason Hammonds, our strong and fearless leader. Um, yeah, you can follow awesome. uh, you can follow the network at That Might Be Cool. You can follow the show at L O T R Sentence, and also follow Chad on Patreon with that beautiful uh, uh, account oh, that he has set I'll, up. I'll get a Patreon eventually. I yeah, just need I more mean, followers and stuff before I can justify it. I, I can't justify oh, more, that's more content right now until I know people. I are was going to give you shit for it, but I, that actually is a really good point. I agree. And yeah. I, I don't agree. Sorry, but I, I see where you're coming from, I should say. Um, and you can follow me at Chad A. Oliver on all social media platforms. I've been making TikToks lately, they hadn't really been popping off. But uh, if you want to go watch them there, um, you should. They're funny. Yeah. Crushing it. Um, guys, thanks so much for coming on the show. And thank, thank you, you, listeners, for listening. This has been thank you, listeners. This has been the 34th sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. Tune yeah, in and he's next got his week. friends on finally. It was, it was great finally had there. a couple of friends on after 33 yeah. weeks of just dull. <laughs> he finally tapped guests. out the minds and he came to us. Came to my help. friends. Uh, but tune in next week for the 30, the fifth, 35th yep. <laughs> sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. That might be cool.com. You never know.